You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast and show, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia and houses 600 classic cars for sale and over 400 barn finds on display. Check out more at ClassicAutomall.com. Now on to the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Howden. And good morning. Good, good morning. It always feels like we've been gone for months. <laughs> I don't know what to do. A lot going on during the week. So yeah, I guess like... that, that, that's true. So a lot going on here. Thanks to the Pat Travers Band. We uh, love their music. They're going to be – we have a new album that came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to get it or how to get it or <laughs> where you even get those things anymore. Spotify, right? Spotify or iTunes or one of those places. Yep. You know, the problem is is they keep wanting me to sign up for Apple Music, and, and I don't want to lose all the songs and stuff that I already have on from CDs from years ago. I don't know if you'll lose it or not. I don't know either. Um, We're just two old guys. (laughs) Unversed in those things. But anyway, thanks to the Pat Travers Band. Uh, If you haven't signed up for our newsletter, come on. It's only once a month. We only send it once a month. We've got 31,000 subscribers to our newsletter. We send out one once a month. We tell about new inventory, kind of like what we do here, and uh, and some interesting, fun things, and Mm -hmm. we have something funny or, you know. And it's like I said, it's just the right... um, Duration. Yeah, it's not too. It's not forty pages yeah. long that you have to read through. You know, it's just a, it's some some highlights of what's going on mm-hmm. here. Anything interesting? And people have been asking about events here and if they would be on our website, and we're working on it. It's it seems to be that these days it's very difficult to get people to do things for you that you pay them for. <laughs> so <laughs> that's about the nicest way I can say it. Apparently, it's hard to get staff in in general. Yeah, it is. Let alone those that'll work. Yeah, I, I hear my buddies in the restaurant business mm-hmm. is just you know horrible, and they have such a tough time. And it's a shame because you know there's good jobs out there, and they're willing to pay good money. So I don't know why I'm diverting. Oh, we're going uh, we're yeah. going political again. <laughs> going political again. Try not to do that. We're here for cars. Did not. And boy, this is place packed. I don't know what you're going to talk about immediately, yeah. but I was walking through this morning, and boy, you are it's wall to wall. It really cars. is. We're 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 over uh, we've got over not on the website but over 700 mm-hmm. cars on consignment now probably 715 or 718 plus we probably got another 15 that are here but we don't have the paperwork on mm-hmm. and we got another 20 that are sold mm-hmm. but they're still here haven't been picked up by the way come get your car <laughs> it's welcome to leave it here as long as you give me 150 dollars every month until mm-hmm. perpetuity um we do offer storage if you want to listen if you buy a car and you want to it you need 30 days to pick it up, then that's cool. We're fine. Mm-hmm. If you buy a car and you want them six months to be here, then we're going to charge you something, a little nominal fee, but something because it's, it's fair. It seems fair. Seems fair. You know, my rules, my, it's <laughs> my garage, my, my rules. garage. Yes. <laughs> so, but, oh, some great inventory we got in a 59 Ford retractable galaxy Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Um, How's the market on those? I mean, uh, it was hot years ago. Not as good as it used to be. Mm -hmm. The novelty of the retractable hardtop has worn off a little bit. Because modern cars can do it in two (laughs) seconds. Yeah. But I also crack up when Mercedes was touting their retractable hardtop, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking, yeah, well, what about the 59, 57, Mm -hmm. 58, 59? Ford retractables, which are complex beast. Apparently, they're not as tough as we'd like to make them out to be. It's kind of like fuel injection back in the day. Mm-hmm. People said a lot of guys got rid of it. Well, they just didn't pay attention or know know about it because they didn't 
take a, the opportunity to learn about mm-hmm. it. So they scrap the fuels, the fuel injection, and put a carburetor on a car. And then, of course, then matching numbers and all that madness came about. <laughs> and they went, oh, man, I wish we had that back. <laughs> and then, oh, you want to go buy one on eBay? Oh, it's going to be $8,000. Well, it's so. the story of me putting Krager SSTs on my Trans Am <laughs> and selling the snowflakes for 15 bucks. Good move. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. But we weren't thinking of cars as collectible back in the day. They were just – we wanted the cool and that would, would meet girls. That's, right. That's, exactly. That, that was our whole thing. So – but uh, anyway, this 59 Ford Galaxy Skyliner, Indian turquoise over and colonial white over tur- turquoise white and gray interior, mm-hmm. uh, frame-off restoration. It's got a 300-horse, 325-cubic-inch V8. So that's, that's not nothing for 59. That's a pretty good, healthy motor in 1959. There was – Muscle cars were yet to have been invented. I mean, in the true sense of the word, you got the bubble tops coming up pretty soon and, and the higher horsepower Impalas and the 409 stuff that happened in 62 or 61 and 62. But, uh, but we were, you know, 59 was, uh, uh, an interesting year and this retractable hardtop has got bells and whistles and buzzers and hydraulics and one does this and the other does that and if one gets out of whack then apparently mm-hmm. it's not good so yeah i'm sure there's there's experts out there and, and it adds weight to the car too so oh that, sure, so sure you need a big engine in there well and the cool thing you know in 1959 if you think about what was going on in the world i mean uh we with neil armstrong finally happened mm. uh, well, you know um ussr was kicking our butts in the space race and we got to the moon thanks to jfk and his some people dispute that, but that's a whole that's a whole interesting. Thing. What was what was the movie Capricorn One or whatever, where they faked the the, right. the Mars landing or whatever it was? But anyway, um, we also got in a 1946 Desoto S11 convertible. Uh, really, an interesting car. You just don't see Desoto convertibles as much as you would see a Chevrolet or a Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, you know, I mean, you don't see as many Desotos to begin with, but then uh, the convertible variety uh, is very very minimal. This is red over. Ox blood mm-hmm. red over ox blood is ox blood literally what an ox's blood would look it's gotta like? Gotta be red, right? I would think it'd be a dark red. <laughs> um, beautiful chrome, inline flathead six. It's got a fluid drive, semi-automatic. So you know, it's kind of it's a hybrid, you know, mm-hmm. which were they tried to make popular, and I guess for whatever reason, it people either wanted an automatic or a manual. They didn't want some in between her so um and of course if you drive some cars from back in the day you would have preferred that they had an automatic from a performance standpoint especially if they had a high ratio axle you know mm. 411 gears or something mm-hmm. or low ratio and uh and it would go to 60 in no time flat but beyond 60 it would be a little bit <laughs> difficult <laughs> so that's where it ends yeah that would be where it would end so but the desoto was an interesting car and uh it's uh, one that you don't see too often so if you get I don't know if we have still have the green one in stock but that that's a beautiful yeah, car it's gone it's, oh good yeah, good I, yeah <laughs> i think i don't know it's, it's, it's a beauty yeah. cars the crest alone is i mean the logo very cool. really cool yeah i mean it's 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 Un, a little unsung yeah very unsung and i have a friend of mine who uh, does a lot of finned mopar products which when i say finned hmm. mopar i mean 55 mm-hmm. to 60 Chrysler Dodge Plymouth DeSotos. They were all similar, as we like to say in the South. They're all similar in in uh, in their manufacturing and use the same a lot of the same stuff, but they had their own kind of cool take on things. And you know, fifty fifty Mopar 
Finn Mopar products are really cool looking cars. A 57 Chrysler New Yorker two door hardtop is a beautiful car. I had one that was red over black and it was really gorgeous. Just a pretty, pretty car. And, you know, they had Hemi powered cars back then. 361 Hemis and 340 Hemis and, you know, just, uh, they were, they, those didn't just come out with the muscle car era. That's right. It actually, uh, was way before that. Um, Shifting gears, no pun intended. 2002 Chevrolet Camaro SS convertible. Okay, you see a lot of those. Black over ebony. 1,453 original miles. Hmm. That's not very many miles. That's that's a garage queen, yes. as we say. And it's unmolested, as mm-hmm. we like to say as well, too. <laughs> that's good. Uh, with the SLP add-ons. It's got the 345 uh-huh. horsepower LS6 and a Tremec. Uh, six-speed manual, which is cool because it's kind of an aftermarket thing, but came from the factory. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this car spent, you know, all of its time in the garage. Uh, it was, uh, delivered new to a guy up in, uh, uh, or out in Nevada. Um, and 1,453 miles and every bit of paperwork that ever came with the car. That's I great. mean, that's what you and, want. Yeah. And, and listen, r- rule of thumb to anybody, when you buy a new car, even today, even if it's just a driver car, mm-hmm. if it's just a something, 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 keep everything. Mm-hmm. Keep every piece of paper that you can keep that documents that car, the transportation, the delivery strip, strip, all the stuff that they would take off before you take delivery. Tell them, I want all that stuff. Of course, I didn't do that with the car. I right. just bought it. So. <laughs> I was uh, going through some boxes over the weekend and, or over the week, really. And I have I saved old like I would go to the Philly Auto Show or the LA Auto Show mm-hmm. and pick up these brochures, these dealer brochures, right. which are now fifteen twenty years old. Right. And I'm like, ah, this has got to be some value to a 2004 Impreza, <laughs> Subaru Impreza, perfectly mint condition right. brochure, dealer you know, brochure. You know where you might put it to find out on eBay. I, and it's up there. <laughs> it's already up there. So those of you looking for the 2004 Impreza, including the WRX. Oh well, there you go. Early WRX. Is, yeah, pretty cool. So yep. I went to the 2004 Detroit Auto Show. Mm-hmm. That was really a great show. And I went on Media Day, which was great because, it, oh, my God, Detroit Auto Show on the normal days was packed. Mm-hmm. It was wall-to-wall people. And it was even busy on Media Day, but it was cool. And I got to visit, and I mentioned this with Roger Pinsky, and it was really nice. cool. I got to visit with him a little bit while he was there and and uh, really had a great time there. It was it was a good time to go to an auto show. They're, they're not the same as they used to be. Mm-hmm. They've been struggling a little bit. We, of course, participate with the Philly Auto Show every, uh, it'll be back in, I guess, January this year. If it, no, I think back in January. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a little later this year. But uh, they like us to be there because most people can see all the new cars. It's not like the reveal used to be in the old days. You know, in 63 or 62, in the fall of 62, when the 63 Corvette Stingray came out, they put paper over the windows, uh, you know, brown paper to, to block out the showroom because really? they wanted to make it a big special event mm-hmm. come that August 1st or September 1st or whatever day it was. And uh, it was a big deal. I mean, people came from far, near and far and, and were there at the dealership to wait for the reveal of the new cars. And it didn't happen to be just a 63 Stingray. It could have been a new Impala right. or, or whatever. It was a big to-do. Right. And now it's not quite the same because you can see all the cars way before they want you to normally because there's some spy photo or something mm-hmm. of a car at a test track. And that's why they clad them up on all these. That's an odd duck. Uh, an old uh, clubman. A clubman. Yeah. A mini clubman. An old one, though. Yeah, original. very old one. Really with, cool. With the Union Jack on the roof. So, mm-hmm. oh, there's a 
Orange GTO. My wife says I can't say orange, right? She says <laughs> to say orange. Is that one of ours or no? Somebody, yeah. somebody pulling up. It looks like somebody pulling up. You never so know. Maybe a consignment could be right. ours. I heck, I don't know. It might be ours. It could be ours. It should be ours. So uh, anyway, uh, back to our new inventory: sixty-six Nova SS tuxedo black over black, which is the right color. It won nine hundred ninety-eight out of a thousand points at the Muscle Car and Corvette Nationals in Rosemont, Illinois, in two thousand fifteen. How about that? How about nine hundred ninety-eight out of a thousand? So what do you get ding for two? Yeah, points? exactly. The cigarette lighter was in upside down. <laughs> Grass in the tire. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. You know, a lot of the Concord, the elegances now are, you know, you do the, you have the tour on Saturdays usually. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they are not deducting for bugs on the windshield and things oh. like that. They used to. It used to be the car had to be absolutely perfect. Spotless. And not a spotless. Right. If there was one little, you know, drip or a, a water spot on mm-hmm. it done. Now they, they tend over, they look at the overall car and they look at what is, you know, uh, acceptable for a car that just drove 18 miles a day before in the tour. And I think that's a wonderful thing mm-hmm. because they're, they're meant to be driven. And, and a lot of these cars obviously are so valuable. And we'll talk about this in the next segment. The auctions going on this week in Monterey today is uh, August the 20th, uh, that we're recording this and we we're right in the middle of, uh, Monterey and all the auctions mm-hmm. going on out there and some interesting, uh, takes on it. And we'll, we'll get to that in the next part of the show, but back to this 66 Nova SS, uh, 327 L79, 350 horsepower V8, which is plenty of power for one of those. Um, the Muncie M20, uh, it's a true SS, and it is really nicely done. And black paint is, you know, tricky. It's the to right do. color. Yeah, it's the right color. We also got, we talked about this last week, the 2016 Cheetah Evo. That thing is so cool. That is just the 540 cubic inch V8. It's just... Bad it's to the it's bone. an engine with a yeah. body on top of it. Yeah, it's the it's got a seamless tube frame. Mm. Um, thing is just really amazing. And one other car I want to talk about. When we come back, uh, we will uh, get to that and other things of uh, fascination to all of our listeners from the Classic Auto Mall podcast live from uh, Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown. If you happen to be here right this minute, it's live. If not, it's not live. So <laughs> anyway, talk to you in a few. Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com. Or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania with a new casino, which I corrupted my mother-in-law last night at. <laughs> Took her there. She's like, this is cool. This is fun. So we had a blast over there. We went over there and uh, spent a couple of dollars and a couple hours and... 
Yeah, they give you free wine, though, so, you know, well, that. Well, if you're a regular, I guess. <laughs> Here comes Stuart. Yeah, oh, dang it. Set the machines different. <laughs> Set the machines Yeah, different. goodness gracious. Get so, the cameras going. Yeah. So one of the songs, uh, songs, I'm yeah, right. got a video going. I got too much going on. I can easily be distracted. Right. So one of the cars. That and now you got a sound machine. So and it's now I can't wait to do that. So. <laughs> so I got that to play That's with. Good. That'll be fun. I'll never remember it though. And then I'll, then I'll remember it every time and I'll do it too often and it'll drive everybody. Well, you got a cough button now. You got the sound machine. <laughs> yeah, got so everything. much to think about. Yeah. There's too much going. Plus I got a video playing on my computer that I need to just go away from. So anyway, uh, the last of the, not the only new cars that we got, the last one we're featuring this week is a 1974 Chevrolet Corvette Coupe in yellow. Okay. Whatever. That 350, blah, 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 blah. No. This car is done to a level like you hardly ever see. It's pearl yellow over black, and it is a beautiful, shimmery yellow. I don't even know how to describe it. You know, normal Corvette yellows are more almost school, not school bus yellow, but close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is this gorgeous pearly yellow. Miles Uh, deep. Yeah, miles deep, as Peter likes to say. Uh, it's got a 540 cubic inch Merlin 4 V8, Canfield aluminum heads. It's got a C4 suspension. The body is almost seamless. It's got molded in spoiler, molded in flares. Love that. The little plate on the dash that shows the gear shift pattern mm-hmm. is now for a six speed and Tremec, and it's got, it just looks like one of the factory ones, right. except it's for a six speed. It's got digital gauges, Holly electronic fuel injection. This thing, I, they, they had to have spent three hundred grand on building this wow. thing. It is unfreaking believable, mm. and the wheels are really cool. And it's one of those ones that you could easily walk past. And it happens so often in this mm-hmm. business where you look at a car and you go, "Yeah, seventy-four yellow Corvette, boss. Who cares?" But then when you start looking at this thing and really looking at it and look at the pictures online underneath and and all of that, you realize. This car is so far over the top. And so if you get a chance, it's on our website, 1974 Chevrolet Corvette Coupe. Check it out if you have any interest in it. It's pricey. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's mm-hmm. if you look at the work done, you you know, and those of you who know, know that it's cost way more to build these things than you'll ever spend on buying one done. It reminds me of that T-Bird, that black T-Bird. Oh, my you, God. You walk right by that. Oh, it's just yeah. a 56 or Yeah, whatever. but where's the top? And, boy, the body seems a little longer. Mm-hmm. And that paint sure is shiny. And those wheels are different. Yeah. Wait a minute. The exhaust is coming out <laughs> under the door. Yeah. Before you know it, you're like, what the heck? It's like low mileage 77 Cadillacs. You got a 77 Cadillac. Okay. A lot of collectors would go, eh, no big mm-hmm. deal. Who cares? But if you, if you knew that that one only had 1200 original miles or something, then as right. we always talk about, mileage is king mm-hmm. on these type of things. So, uh, please check out that car. You will not be disappointed. You know what we need music and little buttons for and stuff is for when I do something good. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Um, we need it for when we read off the where we sold cars to this week. Well, that's what it is. Keep going. <laughs> Just don't shut up. Oh, yeah. Uh, 23 sold this week. 23. 23 cars this 23 week. 23 Unbelievable. Week. Good, because we need the room. Yeah, we need. Yes, and come get them. <laughs> and we're happy that you bought them. Now get them the heck out of here. Yeah. We got we got space to fill. We got consignment showing up like you wouldn't believe. I know. It's 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 unbelievable. And if you wouldn't believe it, it would be unbelievable, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we sold cars to oh, I could. Oh, There's fanfare there. Fanfare. Where is fan? Oh, fanfare. There it is, right there. Ah, that that should be our music for when we when we read the list of sold. That's cars. right. 
Stewartstown, New Jersey, Townsend, Delaware, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Kingsland, Georgia, Mount Savage, Maryland, Manalapan, New Jersey, Red Wing, Minnesota, Westchester, Pennsylvania, Roanoke, Virginia, Merrillville, Indiana, Port Charlotte, Florida, Voorhees, New Jersey, San Antonio, Texas, Zionsville, Indiana, Buckeye, Arizona, Milford, Ohio, Fleetwood, Pennsylvania, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Coatesville, Pennsylvania, Boyertown, Pennsylvania, Monetown, New Brunswick, Canada, Birdsboro, Pennsylvania, and Penn Valley, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Wow. Aren't I good? I got a little head rush by doing that, though, so I got to be careful not to do that too often. Oh, Ethan says you can hit the button again to make the sound stop. Otherwise, it'll just keep applauding for you. <laughs> well, I maybe I that. wanted I didn't that. Know that. Yeah, maybe I want him to keep applauding for me. I don't get much, you know, you don't get, yeah. accolades right. here. Nobody, not any attaboys. Or, we got nobody watching this, by the way. Normally, there's people standing at the window watching sometimes, us in our yeah. seat. Well, sometimes, but... You know, not much to see here, folks. Keep moving. <laughs> Until Alyssa gets here. Yes, right. On our fourth se- segment of the show, forgot to tell you guys that Alyssa Bainbridge, uh, Miss Pennsylvania. Miss Pennsylvania. Uh, how cool. Just recently mm-hmm. uh, elected, not elected, what is she? nominated, uh, 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 received. Uh, what you, uh, awarded. Awarded. Thank you. I think so. I need a thesaurus. <laughs> thesaurus. <laughs> a thesaurus. <laughs> Got the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Um, anyway, Alyssa will be with us in uh, segment four of the show today, uh, for those of you keeping score at home. And uh, we'll talk to her about her new reign as Miss Pennsylvania and her path to hopefully Miss USA. That's right. How cool would that be? It would be cool. I bet you'll charge us more money if you're a spokesperson. <laughs> than if you're listening, Alyssa, you can't charge us more money if you get all this fame and fortune. Well, so. we'll have to make a poster and have a signing event. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, we How could, could, could really great. parlay this. Yeah. <laughs> I like the parlay. Thing. You have to sign a contract. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you sign them before they get famous, right? <laughs> well, too late. Van Halen in '76. You know, <laughs> I'll sign you fellers to a job. Right. I want forty percent. And Colonel Parker. Colonel Parker. Yeah, the Elvis <laughs> movie we were just talking about. I saw Top Gun over the weekend. Uh-huh. Last week, first movie I've seen in three years. And I just read today that Regal Cinemas is going bankrupt. Is that right? Or their parent company out of Europe is going bankrupt. So you know, there's that. Uh, but anyway, um, so. Uh, Sorry, the car. You were talking about the Corvette. Are we done with that one? Oh, no. You went through cars, where they sold, everywhere, all over the country. All over the country. Amazing. All over the world. Texas, Illinois. Texas, Illinois. Mm -hmm. uh, Just about everywhere. I mean, it's it's amazing. The, The cars... On, that come here to 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 be offered for sale come from a very narrow window right. of space, but we sell worldwide. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be we could be at a warehouse in South Dakota, and you know, not to make fun of South Dakota, no no letters, please. But right. uh, and and you can sell cars anywhere because if you if, the, if you have the right car. The guy will buy it. And, and, you know, we get guys who buy cars that we often wonder ourselves, you couldn't find one of those mm-hmm. in Oregon? Right. I mean, right. you know, we're all the way about as far away from Oregon as you could possibly be, unless you went up to Maine uh, or it's, down to It's South all about Florida. the inventory, just the, the sheer number and mm-hmm. variety of cars you have here. Yeah, that's probably true. You probably couldn't find one. I think you could probably yeah. find one there, but don't. Just keep buying them from right. us. You know, I don't know. I told you one of my bucket list things is Pikes Peak. Right. And our kids just are one of our kids and, and her husband and grandkids moved to Colorado Springs and they're like 30 minutes from really? Pikes Peak. Yeah. So we're going to visit in, uh, Labor Day weekend and we're going to go up to Pikes Peak. Now they won't be running. I don't guess. I How not. far is that from Red Rocks? I don't know because, because that's, that's, that's my another, bucket, that's a, yeah, bucket, another bucket list. That's Colorado. another bucket list for me. Although the bands that I would want to see there are probably woefully, uh, not living up to, you know, <laughs> I, you know, listen, a Pink Floyd would have been great to see at Red uh-huh. Rocks or something like that. I, and was Roger Waters was just 
in Pennsylvania? In Philadelphia? Yeah, he's, been, he's around. Or, or he's coming to Philadelphia? No, I think he's already he's been, been here, done that. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I've got... <laughs> it's so funny. My mother-in-law and, is in town visiting mm-hmm. us from Kansas City. And uh, she and Kathy are going to Rod Stewart and Cheap Trick tonight. <laughs> so in, in the same show. In the same show, which is an odd pairing. Right. Uh, you know, I guess odd pairings are there. I saw the Rolling Stones at the L.A. Coliseum with George Thurgood and wow. Prince. No kidding. And Prince... Nobody knew who he was, right. and he got booed off the stage. And then, you know, five years later, he was arguably the biggest artist mm-hmm. of all time within a little short window of time. The guy was amazingly talented, mm-hmm. uh, was. but they booed him off the stage. Wow. But the L.A. Coliseum to see the Stones was pretty cool. That and I'm cool. not a big Stones fan. I'm more of a Who or Zeppelin or Van Halen or Aerosmith, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But it was it was a it was worth seeing. You know, it was worth a live performance of theirs. And arguably in their heyday, this was 1981. Mm-hmm. Okay, saw them. So, yeah, so. that was a big show in Philly too. Yeah, when he wore the Eagles jersey. Right, right. I missed that tour. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was certainly a, a, something that I didn't regret paying whatever money I paid mm-hmm. to do. Of course, I told you with well, my favorite concert in LA was uh, second row center Van Halen at the Forum where the Lakers that's played. Gold. That's gold. That was so cool. And that's their home. That's their home. Yeah. That's 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 arena. Yeah. And that was really yeah. cool. that's like seeing Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden which we did about 4 years ago and that was worth it. So anyway, I know we're not a music show but we're we're quickly becoming one. <laughs> we're trying to I had tickets to Van Halen. I don't know if it was the earthquake or the riots right. in LA the 5150 tour but uh Never saw them. Never saw them. <clears throat> Did you get your money back? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I, I worry about you. Things yeah. Like that, so so I, <laughs> this is so funny. So I got my wife a new car this week. Okay. Uh, at a Jeep Grand Cherokee Summit, black with uh, the uh, uh, Tupelo interior. Which it's is, called Tupelo yeah, interior? Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. And it is uh, – Really, really, really cool. It's it's diamond black crystal pearl coat over Tupelo leather. And Tupelo leather is the color of honey, maybe, or a light-colored honey. It's really a beautiful tan interior, and it's tufted-looking. And, just and it's a Grand Wagoneer, is that no, what you it, said? No, it's a Grand Cherokee. Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Yes. The Summit, though. No, I didn't. I, you know, with a V8, which is very – as a matter of fact, there was five of them. Within 20 miles, no, 200 miles. Is that right? There was only five in the configuration. V8, black, tan, hmm. um, one of the Macintosh speakers, if you could get them. It doesn't have the VU meters on the dash like it does in the Grand uh, Wagoneer, but I digress. So we found this car. We really liked it, and we traded her GLS 550, which okay. is a 4.5 liter twin turbo Mercedes. Yeah, it's a, bye-bye. See you later. So, so we get this, and it's not the same car, but, you know, arguably the Grand uh, the GLS Mercedes is so ridiculously priced, more so than this Grand Cherokee. And we always liked the Grand Cherokee, and we'd had one with a six-cylinder but never a V8. So long story short, we get it. So one of my employees comes up to me, and he goes, hey, everything okay? And I go, yeah, everything's fine. Why? He goes, well, I see you downgraded your wife from the Mercedes to the Jeep. And is everything okay? Is Classic Automall going to close? Are we are we going out of business? That's is funny. there something we should all know? <laughs> no. No, we just like the great. Oh. When you see the Porsche on consignment, then you start. Yeah, yeah, if my 911 goes up on consignment, we're all in trouble. Yeah, I won't be. I'll, I'll my key won't work in the door. <laughs> but he was really worried about it. Like maybe something has gone, gone wrong. Not and, much of a downgrade. I mean, but no, it, it, but it is. It I is. mean, it's the difference between a Grand Cherokee and, and it's funny. The five that we found uh, around within a 200 yeah. mile radius of here. I mean, they just weren't to be found in that color combination mm. with the. With the V8, 
when we called four of the dealerships said the dealer principal or owner is driving that particular car that we have in inventory and he says he ain't giving it up wow. he liked it that much it's a great car mm-hmm. it, it's, it looks good it's it's a sleeker version of the grand cherokee it's got the v8 which we'd had one with the six and so but it's not the four or five twin turbo right. mercedes that you get on there and just choose up miles like nobody's business so but uh but anyway i'm sorry for digressing on all that but i had to yeah I, I interesting had to, i had to mention that we always want to keep up with your uh automotive purchases my stable yeah you're stable that's right <laughs> so um we talked about the event list on the websites and uh we'll get into some uh, that a little bit more next week we'll talk about some of the upcoming events and when you can find that on our site when we return when we return We'll talk about some of the auctions going on that we've been watching. Mm-hmm. I stayed up too late last night. How about you? Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, we'll be back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast in just a couple of minutes. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from Classic Auto Mall Studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, I didn't hear it. So I took my headphone off. Uh, are you still getting a buzz? Oh, there you are. Uh, getting a buzzing yeah. in your ear? Mm. Oh, cool. Do people still use radar detectors? Oh, that's a good question because I found my old Escort, the old Escort oh. from the 80s. I have one in a case. I'm wondering, like, take it eBay again. <laughs> All right, Steve, is there something you need to tell me? <laughs> I'm wondering if those I need to loan you some money. <laughs> those old ones still work, but yes, people do use radar detectors. You yeah. know what? Sure. I, I had one that was the cordless one that had the batteries, the Escort, no. or the Passport, mm-hmm. I think it was. And oh. it had, it was battery powered, so you didn't have the cord that ran right, down right, to, right. Your, to your dash. But uh, I still see Valentine One advertised. I never had one of those. I always had escorts, uh, or maybe <laughs> I had a Fuzzbuster back in the day. Right. Remember those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were pretty cool. You know, in Virginia, if you're caught with a radar detector, they will literally grab it out of the car I know. and smash it on the ground. I don't uh, see how that's even but legal, constitutional. Yeah, it seems a little bit of violation of something. Virginia's a tough place to drive through, that's yeah, for sure. You don't want to be on your cell phone either. That's wow. another thing, too. Really? You have to be very, very careful. Well, no, no. Let me rephrase that. You don't have to be very, very careful. You just have to not be on your cell phone. <laughs> Hands I'm free. not condoning. Yeah. You know, just be careful and put it down when you pass the cop. <laughs> now, now they have, uh, for texting in cars, they'll have officers ride in semi-trucks oh and they'll God. pass people and look down really? the window and if you're texting then you know big government big government they're coming after you steve 
That's true. <laughs> they want that 1980s. Pass. Somebody said, "Aren't you worried about TikTok and the Chinese government?" I'm like, uh, "What? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no. Chinese is not the Chinese government. I'm worried about right now." Yeah. But I digress. Yeah. Well, it's like anything. I'm not worried about anything because I can't do a whole lot about it. All I can do is live my life day to day. Right. Hope I vote for the right person. Mm-hmm. Hope that they do what we need them to do, and that's all we can do. That's so, right. but uh, but anyway. Um, so I, I, <laughs> I just was reading something that we were talking about TikTok. You were talking about that and number of views. The most viewed vehicle on TikTok is the Ford Maverick truck, hmm. which is weird. They call a truck a Maverick. Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird. like a Mustang E, but I won't go there. Right. Um, uh, 10.9 billion views. They're popular. Next is the Mustang with 10.7 billion views. That's interesting. Is this yeah. TikTok? Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. See, well, <laughs> I do my homework. Um, 10.9 billion. Now, if you monetize that, what is that? If you were to get 10.9 oh, billion. What is it? Four cents per four thousand Four cents or per thousand or something. So it'd be like 92 cents. Well, right? I would say that the Pontiac Grand Prix is a oh. pretty pretty popular car on TikTok, many, at least from our account. How many did we have? How many hits do we have? Oh, it's that? over 80,000 80, now for, for one. And then the other with the SJ that sold. Oh, a couple months ago, it did very well too. People yeah. like people like them because everybody had them. I said they're ubiquitous. They were everywhere. Every right. every grandmother had one. Every parent had one. Right. Everybody drove in a Grand Prix at some point in their yeah. life. Well, we bought a great '77 Grand Prix in that uh, special order red uh, with the uh, uh, with the vinyl roof and um, four hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, four barrel, and it's a neat car. It really it's yeah. all numbers matching and all the paperwork and mm-hmm. documentation that you could get with it and. Really a great car. If you're looking for a great cruising driver, it's, you know, it's probably fits the bill about as well as anything from that era. And it's automatically a show car. I mean, yeah. it's a show at this point, they were, they were everywhere. In fact, we used it as a common to classic, um, right, uh, segment and, uh, they were everywhere. They were, and that, and that's the thing. Like, not not a lot of them lasted because right. they were used, and a lot of, there was a lot of commentary on the on the TikTok saying, "Oh yeah, they rusted out. They were junk." Right. Yeah. Well, they were used. Oh, they were also every car from in the seventies. Yeah, that's right. Well, unless you really maintained it, and you know, one of the things that people, I didn't understand until many years into the hobby or the business or whatever was that people would not drive their car in the rain. And I think, well, what mm. do you care? You wash it. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason is, is because the water that's on the ground and the mud and the ice and the snow and the salt and all the stuff that's underneath is going to come up underneath the car when you're driving, when it's raining or snowing or whatever. And it's going to get all up in there and it's not going to get un up in there and un up in there. That's my new <laughs> that's word for today. Thing. Yeah. Un up <laughs> in there. Oh my God. I should, you know, I'll have to do. Oh. Oh, there you go. He's no, leaving. It, it should have been. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the one we were trying to uh, I thought you were leaving. Yeah. Are you leaving? On your motorcycle? Yeah, my sickle. Oh, you mean my motorcycle? Yeah. Well, you know, I guess I can. There he goes. <laughs> See you later. See you, Bye, Stuart. Stuart. See ya. Good night. <laughs> Those are good. But anyway, um, I was just also reading the Challenger. Now they're talking about the the Demon has 840 horsepower. Right. The new one that they're going to go out with, uh, with a bang, supposedly, 909 horsepower. <laughs> what the heck? Is that crazy? 909 horsepower. I mean, yes, it is crazy. That's what a top fuel dragster would have had right. 20 years, 30, well, maybe longer than that ago. I mean, there are well, thousands. Cars. Yeah, thousands. Now. Thousands, th- hundreds, I mean, not hundreds, thousands, thousands. So yeah. probably, what is it, 9,000, something like that? I don't know. I confuse RPMs with horsepower, but I think they're in, they're definitely in the thousands. Yeah. You know that the old Formula One cars used to turn 19,000 RPM. Wow. How does something happen 19,000 times in a minute? That's why they whine like that. Yeah. 19,000 
RPM. That's that's modern. Revolutions per minute. Amazing. I mean, I guess that's what it still means. It's like the 1,000 feet versus mm-hmm. the 1340 of the drag strip. I, <laughs> RPM, it's revolutions per minute. No, it's revolutions per month. <laughs> oh, well, that seems not as much. They changed it up. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you ask somebody to guess, guess how many times I've seen Van Halen? And the guy goes, 80. Oh, no, 20, but <laughs> still good. <laughs> I think the person I've seen the most is uh, Bob Seger. Is that right? I think probably he opened for everybody. Oh, I, I saw him once. Yeah, I saw yeah. him here when I was young. Yeah, yeah. He opened for everybody. And if you listen to his live album from 1974, mm-hmm. the sound quality is amazing. So we are taking the show to music, right? <laughs> it's just a musical car to show today. So there are, uh, we were talking about the auctions going on. And man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, there was 12 500 or 540K Mercedes being offered this weekend. Hmm. Um, and those were built in 35 through 39. And RM auctions had 10 of them. And it was that's um, amazing. That many cars. I mean, those, those are... Two million dollar plus cars, or million dollar plus cars. Some of them are even more. The uh, RM sold one 1937 Mercedes 540K uh, for 9.9 million. Wow! <laughs> and they've got a car today, a Ferrari today, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be auctioned on Saturday. Um, that's 25 to 35 million dollar estimate, uh, and who knows where it'll go? You know, 25 to 35 million dollars. Can you imagine raising your hand at an auction to say, <laughs> "I'll take that at 25 million or 35 million, or just to call the waiter?" Can yeah, you, yeah. And then they, oh, you oh well, you're in. People have that big fear of going to an auction and scratching their head, and all of a sudden they own a new Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite work like that. They do give you a chance to say, <laughs> "Yes." Oh no, no, no. They, they do. And don't wave at your friend when you're at an auction. Don't go, "Hey, right, right, how right. you doing?" Cause, it just confuses the auctioneer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do give you. He does say, "Are you, are you bidding, sir?" Are you or, bidding? Yeah. Or are you waving to your friend? Very properly, they yeah. say that. So, and Gooding and Company, which is another auction house in Monterey this week, mm-hmm. has twenty nine variants of the nine eleven in their auction. Really, twenty nine. Wow, that that what? Not the Roadster. What's what's the one that went? The white one that went at Sotheby's last night for oh yeah, ungodly uh, two point something million. Yeah, it was. Uh, I have my little cheat sheet oh, here somewhere. What roads. does it do with all that? I'm totally blanking on that. And then oh, the roof, the roofs. Yeah, the roof. Uh, turbo the roof. Porsche, the roof. <laughs> yeah, Ferraris last night dominated uh, at least three of the top five spots uh, of the <laughs> most uh, expensive car sold at RM auctions. Just RM did 78 million yesterday <laughs> in sales and 38 million on Thursday, and they're going to probably do 70 million again today. Wow! And that's not fair. <laughs> and you had somebody asked you like, you ever think about doing an auction here? Yeah, uh, you'd have everything would have to be on reserve, obviously, because it's not necessarily. If, I mean, they're all consignments. They they talk to their clients about no reserve and the benefits of no reserve. Benefits of no reserve is that it certainly creates a lot uh, more interest in the car. People know that it's going to sell. A lot of times, you'll see guys bid on something and turn and walk away and you'll ask them why'd you walk away well it was getting to i thought it should have been you know met its reserve by now and it hasn't mm-hmm. and so um, i'm not interested anymore you know people are fickle like that right but uh man they uh, 7.8 million for a 57 ferrari 500 um a 53 ferrari 375 7.4 million a uh, duesenberg model j 4.6 million and a maserati 450s the 1958 estimate was 9 to 11 million uh for the uh, for the sale price and it sold after it ran on the block so that happens at auctions and and they won't sell on the block and then they'll put a deal together on the back end mm. and so arguably it's somewhere around 10 million dollars that that one sold for so plus fees the fees 10 percent <laughs> on either side so if you buy a car let's say you buy the 25 million dollar ferrari tonight yeah <laughs> so you pay 
2.5 million in buyer's premium to buy the car wow. and the seller pays 2.5 million in seller commission. So the auction house on a 25 million dollar car, the auction house makes 5 million. That is insane yeah. money. Yeah. So it seems, you know, paltry what we charge, our little yeah. 10% yeah. and no, and also there's entry fees. You got to pay $1,500 right. to enter it and you got to get it there. You got to, and, and there's fees to bid. And there's fees to bid. It's, it's usually just, $500 it's or something. It's money over money. It's money it's over money. Cow. But yet, they continue to sell cars yep. like nobody's business, yeah. and they've sold, you know, arguably more dollars worth of cars in one day than we sold since we started. So <laughs> there's, there's that. So, but then you got Meekum going on out there, and it's a more mainstream type sale. Uh, their total take for one for Thursday, I don't know what Friday turned out to be, three point four million, which is nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you talked about having an auction here, and we've talked about having an auction here. But the problem is, is that let's say we have an auction and we take three hundred of these cars and we sell them all. You know how long it takes us to get 300 cars back in here? So we would have short-term gains, right. but long-term, we're going to be out of inventory. Yeah, right. But we'll be in the Bahamas, so what do we care? Because <laughs> <laughs> we made all that money in one day. So we're trying to figure out a hybrid way to do auctions right. of some type or let some other company come in here and mm-hmm. and, uh, and hold an auction and be responsible for their own inventory, inclusive of ours. If they wanted to talk to some of our clients to, that would right. want to, uh, to be, to participate. Interesting. Then we could certainly, you know, consider that as well too. But, but it does, from a business model standpoint, there's a lot of people who prefer what we do over an auction. They're not comfortable in the auction environment. Uh, they're not comfortable selling their car on their own. They're not comfortable with people coming to their home. Um, you know, strangers coming to their house at all hours of the night and day. And not that people do, but they do. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, it, it is a valid concern. Yep. And so, um, people like our business model for that. So if we become an auction house, then, then our advantage of what we do may or may not be a little bit muddied or, you know, just, Thought of differently. Diminished. Diminished, I guess. I agree. That's a good word. Makes sense. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, uh, the sales are, you know, on fire. Uh, Broad Arrow Group, which is one of the newest uh, companies out mm-hmm. there, they did $48 million mm-hmm. on Thursday. Uh, the numbers are going to look pretty good for, for um, uh, Monterey this year. Monterey is an amazing uh, week long of concours and vintage racing and auctions and cruise-ins and and big lifestyle events that you have and and it's just an amazing everything you can imagine in the car world is I'm there. thinking road trip next year podcast live I think from Monterey I will bring Alyssa along bring Alyssa. Well too. Absolutely. I think she'd like the Monterey Peninsula I'm yeah. certain of it's that awesome so but uh, you know it's one of those things that uh, you better plan it now because and you better you probably have to stay at like a red roof inn at this because, point yes <laughs> because anywhere like a Hilton will probably be fifteen hundred a night. Yeah, it's, I mean it's crazy, and they're booked way, way, and in, way in advance. I mean, people are already booking for next year and beyond. I mean, we're having that the Camaro Nationals were just here. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking in the hotel yesterday. They've already got people booking for next year oh, for wow. the Camaro Nationals. They don't want to miss it because they maybe had to stay a little further away. And so that's one of those things that uh, plan ahead. I'm not good at planning ahead. I'm, <laughs> I'm more of a non-planner ahead. Right. I'm more of that last oh, we minute. Should, we should go to New York City. Right now. Right. Well, wait a minute. I haven't even packed a suitcase. My wife doesn't love that. So, but anyway, but it's not always about her. So, right. Know. And she does get to go see Rod Stewart and Cheap Trick. Tonight. There you go. And thank God my mother-in-law came to town and I don't have to go. <laughs> now I'm not uh, a big Rod Stewart fan. So, yeah. Even though he has a cool last name and it's spelled oh, properly. That's right. It's not U-A-R-T. That's right. He's you know, good. He, uh, he's got a good catalog. Yeah, I don't know, I don't I mean, know how he is as a performer right yeah, now. He's chilled he's, out a little bit. <laughs> that means he's old. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when we return, we'll speak to our spokesperson, Alyssa Bain. 
Bainbridge, who has a new uh, accolade on her right. trophy shelf. And uh, we'll talk more about that when we return to the Classic Auto Mall podcast from Morgantown, Pennsylvania. See you in a bit. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Classic Auto Mall Studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania with our friend Alyssa Bainbridge. Good morning. I am so excited to have you here because I haven't seen you since you won Miss Pennsylvania. I know. Yes. It's so good to be back. Oh, it's great to have you back. So what a night that must have been. Tell us how that just, I mean, the emotions have got to be just all over the board when you're in one of those type of high pressure pageant situations what was it like oh yeah it's like a culmination of all the emotions of the week and all the ups and downs and it all culminates in that moment but that moment was quite literally a dream come true i've been saying since i was nine years old that i wanted to be miss pennsylvania i was going to be miss pennsylvania and so to actually live that was an out-of-body experience and it, it still doesn't quite feel real it's been two months and Still have to pinch myself sometimes. Yeah, that's just. I mean, I love that you. You know, you call the the Babe Ruth calling the the you know the home run out into left field. I mean, you, I'm going to do this. I'm I'm setting my goal, and it proves that you can do anything you want, right? Exactly. And you know, we see people all the day say, oh, "I can never do that," or "I never, I don't have the money to do that," or that. You know, and you'd be surprised what you can do when you put will and effort and 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 tenacity into something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you get things that that you dream about. And it happens, and it's just uh, amazing. So, where do they? Do you are? Do you have a schedule of things that you do every day, every week, every month? How does that work? Yes. So, I have an awesome business manager who books me for things everywhere. I do like four to five events in a week. It is my full time job for a year now to be Miss Pennsylvania. So, right. I'm traveling all over the state, going to charity events, hosting events, speaking engagements, all kinds of stuff. So you've put the uh, the broadcasting career on hold for a year, yes, Is that, or now, maybe longer, right? For a year. Because what's <laughs> we'll next? We'll see. We'll see where this year takes me. You know, <laughs> so many doors opens, and you make so many connections. So 
I'm kind of just open at this point, seeing where this year takes me and where I'm at sure. um, May, June. And that's so true. You know, people don't realize that, that you get opportunities when you are representing the state to meet people that maybe you would never get to meet. Uh, it's like it's like better than a bartender because, you know, a bartender, bartenders always end up with great jobs like down the road 20 years later. And you go, how'd you get that? Well, I met this guy at the bar and we got to talking, you know, <laughs> and, and it's opportunities. Like when we go to car auctions, we meet people that you probably could call on the phone you know mm-hmm. it's a wealthy guy who's got a business who you know could would would hire you if you got a chance to you know talk to him but you don't get that chance right. so you get to meet people like that so um so what's next what's the next pageant for you miss america oh i still can't believe i'm saying that <laughs> but yeah i compete for miss america in december in connecticut so how do you prepare yourself for these pageants i mean is it a mental more mental is it physical i mean uh, what is the preparation for that absolutely It's a mix of everything, you know, the traditional, making sure you're practicing your talent every day and doing mock interviews, things like that. But I find that the best prep is being out and doing my job as Miss Pennsylvania and preparing for that next level and that job of Miss America by just interacting with people. The best interview prep is just having everyday conversations with people. Exactly. That's how you go in there, just natural and relatable and, you know, out there doing speaking engagements and doing what you would be doing as Miss America, I think just speaks a lot for itself about whether you're ready for that. Because I imagine the tour schedule of Miss America has got to be unbelievable. Oh, yeah. She lives out of a suitcase in hotel rooms. And is that all funded by you or by by the pageant? Do they fund your trips to go to places when you're Miss America? So Yeah, they do. As Miss Pennsylvania, they do as well. They take good care of me. They actually gave me a car. It has Miss Pennsylvania plastered across the side. Oh, my gosh. You can't miss me (laughs) if I'm driving around. But don't cut anybody off in that car because then they'll know who did it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or don't flip anybody off. I can't I imagine you would do that. But me, myself, I have classic autumn all over my vehicle and I have to be very careful about my road rage. Yes. <laughs> so, but when Miss America, I mean, how many, so 51 women yep. compete 51. and wow, man, I mean, the odds of winning, the odds of getting there have got to be astronomical and then the odds of actually winning have got to be even more astronomical. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, you know, 50 beautiful dudes Duesenberg cars and you're trying to pick the best one, you know, it's all 50 wonderful, talented, beautiful women. Mm -hmm. How do you pick? You know, it's hard to pick one, you know, know. be a difficult job. (laughs) I don't think so. But I think that when you mentally prepare for things, I think it's the luck is there. Of course it is in anything that we do. I'm lucky that I'm sitting here in this building. This was my dream come true for uh, the classic automobile. I just never thought I would get to it. I never thought anybody would be stupid enough to give me a building this size to fill it with other people's cars and try to make a profit. But, you know, but I dreamed it. I believed it. I lived it. And luck had something to do with it. But also me just continuing to push and go and keep going. So then you also got a scholarship, too, didn't you, for the Miss Pennsylvania? So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I won around $15,000 in scholarship just at Miss Pennsylvania this year. That's on top of an additional 20000 that I've earned over the years as Miss Pennsylvania. I'm in grad school for free right now because of the Miss America organization, so... Isn't that fantastic? I mean, that you know, and that's that's inspiration to young people, not just girls, but young people in you know to, to their dream to get to your dream and and to do that and to to think that it can happen to anybody. You know, as long as you you put your mind to it. So you're going, you're working for your Master of Science now. Is yep. that it? in leadership? Wow, yep, at Cabrini University. So dream job, news anchor, 
nightly news anchor? I would love to be like a QVC host. Oh, it's right Mixes here. Mixes all too. my passions, shopping, retail, hosting. I, I love it. QVC host is like dream job. And it's in here, right here. Exactly, it's in awesome. Pennsylvania. Yeah. I see the sign for it when I get off the turnpike down in uh-huh. Downingtown or Exton or wherever it is. I've never been there. Apparently, I guess you can go there, too, and like tour around yeah. and they'll you know, I've you done it. watch yep. this. I'm sure you have. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great gig because... The cool thing about QVC is it's kind of a pay to play. I mean, you, you, your earnings are based on how well you present an item, you know, mm-hmm. and the more it sells, the more you make. And how right. cool is that? An opportunity like that. And it's so mainstream now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's how many channels on, on Dish Network are a shopping channel? Uh-huh. There's tons of them. It's just every, every, almost every other channel. So, and I have a, you know, I d- delete most of them because they're, they're jewelry and they're fashion and they're stuff that they're not, not my thing, you know. Now if they had car stuff, right. like diecast cars, they probably or, do. They probably, do. They probably exist. I'm somewhere. sure they do, and guns, and you know all the stuff that us guys <laughs> like, uh, car parts, guns, and you know diecast cars. Because we never, I'm, you know, I'm 60 years old and I still buy model cars. <laughs> Maybe we need a classic auto mall shopping network. There we go. Sign me up. I've, I think, uh, I you think have a host right we here. We already have our experienced host. <laughs> I like that. You could put the cars on. As, and, and present them and offer them for sale and people could call in it, but instead of, oh, there's 20 people that bought it, they would almost be like bidding on right. it, like an auction. So cool. I think it's, I think we've got a new business model. We will talk after the show. Um, but anyway, um, and you also, uh, have a charity that's near and dear to your heart as yeah. well too. And, and that's got to take up a lot of time and energy to do that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So as Miss Pennsylvania, I advocate for what we call a social impact initiative. Um, mine is called Tyler's Triumph, the More Than Project, and it's all centered around mental health and ending the stigma associated with mental health and substance use disorders. So I lost my brother, Tyler, to an opioid overdose a few years ago, and we started a nonprofit in his memory to help provide resources, financial assistance, scholarships to other people who might be in recovery from a mental health or substance use disorder. And as Miss Pennsylvania, I share awesome. my story and you know encourage people to be stigma-free and try to break down that stigma that's associated with sure. mental illness. Well, or in drug use because it's a disease, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and it's good people. You know, uh, most people that die from drug overdoses and things like that come from good families, and, and you know, there it's just a thing that grips people and it won't let go. Exactly. You know, I had that with cigarettes. I mean, it was you know obviously didn't hurt my life or change my life other than it wasn't good for your health. But I felt like there was no way I was ever going to quit. It was just one of those things that I just didn't think I was ever going to get past, and it was it was frustrating because. I'm good at being, you know, I, I can do things without having to be addicted to something and I can stop and, and anything that I do and I couldn't stop that. And it was really, really tough. And finally, AccuTherapy did it. So yeah. yeah, it was a weird little thing. They put needles in my arm and a needle in my ear and a little buzzing thing in my ear. And they said, when you leave here, you won't smoke. Now for how long? We don't know, but you're not going to smoke when you leave here. And that was six years ago. Wow. And I believe in that stuff about as much as I believe in unicorns and fairies. And <laughs> so I'm thinking, yeah, this is never, my wife is like, just try it. What could, it can't hurt. It's a hundred bucks. You know, what do you, who cares? It's, it's worth it if it, you know, if it works. And it mm-hmm. did. And it was one of those things, but you know, different strokes for different folks, different things work for different people. And, exactly. and mental illness and, and drug addiction are not all cookie cutter. They're not all the same, right? Exactly. And if you don't have somebody who knows that path and, and aren't the best counts and drug counseling former addicts? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you have to be a, for, a former addict to 
be a therapist for people sure. who are in recovery. If so. you don't know what to experience and what they went through, then how can you tell them exactly. how to live differently or whatever? Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, that's fantastic. So, um, where are you headed to next? What's your next gig that you got? Tonight I'm in a parade in Lansdale. <laughs> <laughs> nice. In a classic car or an, I don't know. Uh, oh, yet. you just, whatever they, <laughs> whatever's there. A when tractor I show up. or a hay bale <laughs> yeah, right. on a trailer or a, 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 probably a classic car. So take pictures and send them to us so we get to see what you got. We can put them on our social media sites. And, uh, She's wh- all over social media, too. Yeah, oh, I would yeah. imagine you are. So when is the Miss America pageant? It's coming up pretty soon. Yes, isn't it's it? in December. Wow. We don't have an exact date yet, but we know it's in December. Fantastic. And that's up in Mohegan Sun at yep. the casino? In Connecticut, yeah. Yep. yeah, so that's not far from here. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. So how long are you there at the, at the event? So you go there like the day before, a week before? Usually it's a whole week. A whole week. And there's lots of, of the things going and on. Yeah. And Photos and competition. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And, uh, have you made friends in the, in the pageant world that you'll be up against in, in yeah. December? Yeah. So I actually just got home from Dallas. We were at Miss America orientation last week. So right. I got to meet all of the girls, all oh. 51. And I already have some great friends going in. So that That's definitely. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? It's nice to have a companion that that's going through the same thing you're going through sometimes because mm-hmm. it's hard for people, like I said, like the the drug addiction thing. It's hard for outsiders to tell you what you should do or how you should do it or answer questions or to tell you that they're feeling the same way you're feeling and exactly. you know, nervous. And, and I guess getting nervous is kind of, I mean, you probably do, but you don't, right? I mean, yeah. it just happens, right? Not yeah. as much anymore. Yeah. A little nerves are good. I get a little nervous like right before I go on. But right. I don't sit in a ball of nerves all week. I yeah. kind of go with the flow. I don't think you could probably win if you did that, if you sat in a ball of nerves oh, yeah, all week. Definitely. And I like that statement, like sat in a ball of nerves. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm going to use that. Is that okay? I'll go pay you it. every time I use it. It's $10. Um, but, you know, uh, doing this podcast, you know, people say, oh, how can you do that? It's just talking. We're just yeah. like in kids in the background going, whoa. <laughs> but it's real feeling, you know. It's uh, my problem talking is like a stadium where my voice is echoing uh-huh. and it's delayed. I have a really that's I have I have no trouble with this, but I have a tr- I have trouble with that for some reason. And I guess I should wear headphones or earplugs when I'm doing that so go. I don't hear it because it throws me off my game and, yeah. and I'm, I'm not not easily thrown off my game. So so will you go back to news stuff in, in, in the future, you think? Or you think you're done with that phase of your career? Maybe. Um, I know I want to do broadcasting in some capacity. I want to do kind of more fun stuff, more entertainment, lifestyle You know, I'm open. I don't see myself doing hard news forever sure. as a traditional news reporter. So sure. we'll see. And who knows where the path is going to take you, right? Exactly. You know? and, and is there anything beyond Miss America that's a pageant? Is it Miss World? Is nope, there? just Miss America. <laughs> that's that's as high as you go. <laughs> that's a good thing, though, right? <laughs> At least if you get to it, you go, okay, I'm done with that. I don't have who. And then your life changes for a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's got to be a grinding t- tour, I would imagine, for oh, that absolutely. year. It's got to be uh, something. But, uh, well, we wish you all the luck in the world. We're so grateful that you uh, are our spokesperson here at Classic Auto Mall. And uh, congratulations. We'll be rooting for you in December. Thank you. And we will be back next week with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. We'll see you then. We appreciate your listening to our show today. And don't forget, when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, come visit us in person. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're here from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays were open from 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com. 
to reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Automall Podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media. Theme song by the Pat Travers Band. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.